Couch Chats is a series of real, open, honest and raw chats with some inspiring friends and women I have had the privilege to meet along my entrepreneurial journey. So I wanted to share these casual interview chats with you all to leave you feeling empowered and inspired. I am your host, Jess Williamson, a serial entrepreneur and business coach. And today on Couch Chats, I am interviewing my friend, Yelena from Husky Online. She has pivoted her business into more of a 360 offering, which I will be diving into, as well as her background and her business journey. But something we really touch on, and I think is a super important topic, is the topic of self-care and setting boundaries for yourself so that you don't burn out and that if things happen in your personal life, you can tackle them head on. So I am really excited to share today's episode with you. Make sure you share this on your social media, tag myself at jess.williamson8 and Yelena at Husky Online so that we know what you guys think and help us spread the word for these catch chats. So let's get started. Hi guys and welcome to today's episode of Couch Chats. We have an exciting guest joining us, Yelena from Husky Online. And Yelena and I met um, quite a few years ago now. I actually met her and we did an article together. Etty Swimwear was featured on her website and we actually caught up in Sydney. Um, I don't actually remember how our paths crossed, so maybe Yelena can let us no, um, when she jumps on, but um, Yelena is has pivoted many times. She's come on some of my somewhere elsewhere influencer trips as well as a photographer, and so she does a variety of things. And I am so excited to chat with her today and get her on. So she's just joining in now. Hey, hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. <laughs> So how is it going over there in Sydney? Good. It's pretty much biz back to business as usual, which is good. I, I do feel sorry for the people in Melbourne that aren't quite yeah. lucky. But, yes, no, it's it's pretty much just ticking along again like pre-COVID times at the moment. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am excited to have you on. Um, we crossed paths quite a while ago. I was in Sydney shooting one of our Etty Swimwear shoots um, in Bondi and we caught up for a coffee. I can't actually remember how we met through Instagram or LinkedIn or something like that, but um, yeah, that was awesome. I can't remember either, but I maybe even you sent me an email and I was like, yeah, I'd love to <laughs> come and have a yeah. little chat. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> online we connected and then I was starting my Somewhere Elsewhere influencer trips about the same time and I thought who better to get on as the photographer than you. So you came to Bali with us a couple of times um, for those, which was always fun. We got to bunk together in some bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The real bonding experience when you're bunk yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So I wanted to have you on here because I think you've got a wealth of knowledge, not only, you know, in the journalism industry with your background, but in business because you've pivoted so many times. And I think this is a lesson that everyone can learn from is that you created a community and an audience around a niche rather than just creating a fashion brand or just creating a 
online portal or just being a photographer. And I think I've done that as well. And I think that's where the future is going is just choosing little bits of our personalities and making it into something that you can live off, that you can enjoy every day, that you can have a bit of variety with. So I would love to start with you telling everyone a little bit about your background um, and your journey in the short version, I guess, because it's obviously (laughs) been an amazing journey. Um, And then, yeah, so then we can chat a bit more about um, the newest, which was your clothing line, which it looks like, are you wearing a piece today? I am. I do yes. tend to wear it pretty much every day. I wear a piece of husky, so. I love that. <laughs> if only I could sit here wearing my bikinis, right? I know. <laughs> I <could do> the <laughs> same. No, yeah, no, so really. let us know about a bit more about your journey and where it all started. Yeah. So I have been in publishing pretty much since graduating from university. So I... Um, some of the titles that I worked on were like OK Magazine and Grazia, um, that sort of thing. Um, I moved from mags to digital um, and then towards the end of working at Bauer, one of the things I noticed that uh, influencer content was always really um, well received but there but there weren't that many media outlets actually covering influencer news. So if you were Steph Claire Smith or if you were Nicole Warren, then you sometimes got an article. But basically, unless you were like the super top influencers, nobody was writing about you. Yet um, if I ever did an article on anyone from someone with 7K to someone with, you know, 70K to 700K, um, it, everyone was reading it far more. I called it the Nicole Warren versus Nicole Kidman effect, whereas no one, no one was reading Nicole Kidman stories anymore, but everyone wanted to read the Nicole Warren stories. I love um, that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I was actually in a, uh, I was in an, um, in an interview, uh, a job was talking to me and about possible, about me possibly coming over and, um, I was talking to them about, um, you know, starting to use more influencer content into the into their publication, and and they said, no, we will we will never do that. Keep in mind, wow. it's a publication that regularly now posts about influencers. <laughs> they said, no, we we will not write about influencers. We are not interested in writing about them. We don't think it's a thing. And I just remember being blown away and I, I walked away from that uh, interview knowing that, one, it wasn't the job for me um, and, two, um, I was like, I want to do this. Like I'd, I'd, or, I'd already had that I wanted to do it but I just left being like super pumped and super motivated, being like there needs to be a platform that yes. is talking about um, this because you know this is what people are interested in you know so and I think that's such so a I good lesson <laughs> for everyone to yeah I love that and I think that's such an awesome lesson for everyone to take away is that you didn't get upset that they didn't like your ideas and you didn't you know feel like they'd rejected it or you took that as like that extra fire on my butt I'm gonna do it and show you how successful it can be so I love that attitude and just going out there and doing it yeah, no, I I have definitely not looked back. I yeah, <laughs> I'm but thank you. 
<laughs> awesome. And then so obviously you started Husky and at the time it was called Husky Press, which now is Husky Online. So take us through more of that journey and when you started business. So when I launched, like when I was first concepting everything, it really was supposed to be a 360-degree platform where because I obviously do the photography work as well, I wanted to do I wanted to have one arm with the photography work one arm I want I actually at the time wanted to be doing um at the it was customization was huge three years ago and so at the time I was really into um tees with like different customization and so that was um what I was highly looking into and then obviously the publication and it just got to be bigger than Ben-Hur for me I was or like I I had I, I told my current job that I was leaving and everything and and um and they and they are just the nicest nicest company to work for ever I cannot cannot oh, recommend good. that and they uh, and so my boss said you know if you're happy to stay on you know for this length of time we're happy for you to um you know to to just to finish but to come back as a freelancer and that which ah. means contractually I could work on Husky as well. So I was I had finished. We used to say it was the John Farnham because I had literally was like <laughs> that I was like, when do you actually finish? Yeah. I, I finished the job and I, I continued. So I was doing a full time job as the as a freelancer in my old position as well as doing all of husky and getting it ready to go live and i was just like it just got to a point where i had to go you're either never going to go live because this is too mm-hmm. big or just go live with go live with the publication and then you can later down the track when you're ready you can look at getting it to where you actually want it to be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think that's the key is sometimes you've just got to take that leap and then tweak and like, you know, finesse it over time rather than just waiting for that perfection because sometimes people never get to it. Like you said, you thought, you know, you're either never going to get there or you just launch with what you had. And I think that was probably one of the best things you've ever done, right? A hundred percent. I could still be here today just being like <laughs> trying to work everything out. I just and I truly I do think that is a key, like I say it to people, like people go, Oh, I have an idea, but and I'm like, just launch it, you know, like what it, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter, you know, like just put it out there, see if you get traction. If you don't get traction, you know, don't throw all your eggs in one basket, but mm. you know, don't be afraid to give it a go. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm the same. I think, yeah, it's good to launch and look, I've started businesses and closed them down. I've tried ideas. They've failed. You just got to move where, where it goes. And if you're waiting for the perfect time or waiting until you're ready, then it's never gone. You're never going to try something and learn from it. So yeah. (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent. Awesome. And so, so you started, uh, you know, publishing a lot of articles about brands and influencers and brands that were using influencers um, and doing a lot of great interviews with influencers, getting a lot of traction. Um, and also at the time, you're obviously doing a bit of your photography as well. How have you sort of pivoted that now into your clothing and accessories? And how have you found that journey? 
So it's been, I mean, it's definitely been a like learning as I go. So um, with the with the photography, it got to a point where I, you know, I was trying to produce multiple articles a day as well as do all the photography jobs. Um, and I just had to take a step back and go, okay, what is commercially the best move for me? And the best, even though my background has been in publishing, the best move for me commercially was to do less content so that I could then do the photography jobs that were coming my mm. way. So I pulled back on the content. Um, so I still produce content, but I'm just not doing it at such a rapid rate as what it used to be when it first started. And then mm-hmm. with the with the clothing label, I, it, I mean, the, the great thing about, you know, doing doing it, being like in control of of all of it is I can I just have to be really great with my schedule so you know Monday might be a content day Tuesday might be a shoot and Wednesday I can focus on the label so I kind of just Mm -hmm. every week I just have a schedule that I'm I get like very um I'm just I really do try and stick to it. So when thing when things come up yeah. I say, you know, oh I can't on Wednesday, um but I can on Thursday be- and that's because my schedule tells me on Wednesday is mm. label day. Or, you yeah. Know, so. And when you run your own business, you do have to be strict as if you're turning up to, you know, an actual job. It's kind of like you've got three different jobs, so they're different schedules. And that's actually funny you say that because that's something I just taught in my membership <laughs> last week was that you can't sort of do a bit of admin and then jump on over and try and be creative and do your bits and pieces. The best way to be most productive is to be in that one frame of mind and get heaps done while you're on a roll and then, you know, schedule other bits. So for me, I like to do a bit of admin in the morning and then afternoons are working on certain projects, very similar to what you said. So it's definitely something that if you're not already doing, you need to work out some sort of schedule. Even if you only have one aspect of your business, segment the different types of tasks that you do with it as well totally and and the emails is such a good point because I I, I my emails come up in a little box on my computer <laughs> and obviously like when I'm editing and things and I used to just I would see it and I would be like I have to action this immediately everything I have to action mm. immediately and now if I'm on an editing day I will edit that day and I will not get to my emails till the next day. So at the beginning of the next day, they will get an email back from me and, you know, and because if I start saying, answering emails as I'm doing something else, it just completely ruins my flow and mm-hmm. and so I, now I'm so much stricter with myself. I, I try not to even look at that box. If I see the box, I, I, I go, it's okay. It can, it's okay to answer that in the morning, even though sometimes I'm like, should be jumping on that straight away. Yeah. And how do you manage that? Because I know myself that's been something that I've, you know, I like to reply to things straight away. Or if I see the red little thing, I'm like, I can't deal with the red thing, like <laughs> the red dot on my DMs or that. So how have you dealt with that? Because I know that sometimes people would at least have to check it 
once in the day because of the anxiety that builds up and you're like, what are people sending me or what are they saying or have they replied yet? So what have you done to sort of change from that mindset of I've got to reply to this straight away and with the notifications, they're designed to have that red dot to like (laughs) create that in your brain. What have you done to do that or was it just a mindset shift and prioritizing? It was total mind shift, ugh, mindset shift and prioritizing. So, um, you know, I used to, if like on Instagram, if I got a comment, I would write back straight away. If people, if someone liked mm-hmm. my post, I would like them back. I, you know, and then, and that was the same as how I worked with everything. So if I got an email, I would reply to the email. Like I was literally on, I was on from like 5.30 in the morning until midnight I was I was constantly on the go and it just got to a point where I was like I'm going to fall apart like I cannot Mm. keep going at this pace I'm absolutely just dead I just I need to start putting in some strict rules on myself otherwise I'm not going to be able to continue this business and I really want to keep continue this business (laughs) and so Sometimes I do get a bit like, you know, like, man, I have like, I just feel bad because I haven't replied to something or, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm like one person trying to do a lot. And so I've just kind of made peace with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with self-care. I mean, I'm sure all business owners go through that phase where they're like, yeah, I'm going to do it 24 seven because it's so much fun. And then you get to the point where you do experience like burnout and all these other things. And then you realize I can't serve these people ever if I don't take that time back for myself. And whether that is taking the weekends off and I try not to work weekends now at all. And um, whether that is setting those boundaries for yourself. And quite often people think of self-care as, taking a bath or doing those things, which it is, but even just something like setting boundaries for yourself is something that's really, really important. 100%. And the weekends is one of, like, I I say that and I just did a shoot on Saturday, but I try and keep (laughs) weekends as that's, don't open your computer. If you have to, you have to, and that's fine. But like, I try. I used to just work through the weekend like it was just a normal Monday to Friday. Um, so now I try and 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 not. And especially if if my partner Johnny, if he is home, I tr- really try on the weekend not to because I I know that it does it does annoy him a little bit if I'm just completely not mm-hmm. present because I'm so focused on on doing work. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And so I you've shared publicly as well, you know, there's been some things happen in your life and it's been tough and you turned up to Bali with us like straight after, you know, you've had some personal challenges. So how have you sort of worked through that obviously with the self-care, but how did you continue to show up and be your positive self um, even when times are tough? Because I know that everyone copes differently, obviously. So if you are comfortable too, would you have any sort of advice for people um, if they are going through challenging times? Because everyone sort of has their own challenges behind closed doors. So if you had any words of wisdom that you'd be happy to share, then let us know. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to give a little bit of background to people. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm happy to <laughs> talk about it. So, um, 
basically um, about a year after I launched Husky, um, my dad passed away unexpectedly. Then two months later, I had my wedding. And then um, a few months after that, I had a miscarriage. And then that's when I went on the Bali trip was slightly just shortly after my miscarriage. Actually, I'm pretty sure like it had literally just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you told me that when we were there and I was like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing here, <laughs> you know? But you sh- you showed up and, like, no one would have known because you just, you know, put on this brave face and, yeah, it was just I thought that was something that was really remarkable that I experienced. So, I, yeah, I'd love to hear more of what was going on behind, yeah, with you. I think for me I just compartment like so I feel like I actually didn't deal with the dad stuff in the first miscarriage as mm. well as I could because I definitely did just keep going. I just was like just threw myself into work and just kept going and I, I didn't really stop um, until the following Christmas when I went home um, mm. to my family and and um, and then I think and I think that is when I started putting into place the don't work on weekends. You know, if something happens, you know, if I, you get a DM, you do not need to reply immediately. Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. <laughs> um, so I think that that, but in terms of, of um, you know, continuing on when you, you know, continue on with your business when you've suffered um, personally, I, I, I really did just try and separate the two. And I think that I've always done that, um, with business. I actually remember one time being at work and mum phoned to tell me like one of our pets had died. And I was just like, why would you tell me mm. this at work? Cause I'm at work and I'm, when I'm at work, I've got my work face on when I'm at home, I'm, I'm there for you and I'm ready to cry and, you know, like I'm obviously going to be devastated um, by this, but, I, but I'm at work and so I have to, you know, front up and even though now I don't have a whole team, you know, that's behind me that I'm, you know, managing, I still do, I still put into practice everything that I always did in my old job. So, you know, if I, if I'm working I'm working and, you know, don't think about what's going on. Think about it, you know, on the weekends that you've given yourself, you know, or, you know, I try and, you know, shut down the computer a lot earlier than what I used to, which used to be horrendous hours. Uh, (laughs) But, um, you know, and so that's kind of like a rule that I, you know, when you're working, you're working and and you've got people relying on you. So, get it done and and then you know and then have your tears at night or you know on the weekend go go for a swim in the ocean and heal (laughs) yeah and so what else did you put into place in addition to the um the routine did you sort of start any specific rituals or I know that people like to you know have certain morning routines or everyone does it really differently so I'd love to hear more about what you do for more like self-care and giving back to yourself. So I try now and exercise every day which I got into a I always have been a big exerciser but I got into a terrible habit when I launched and that first year of of working and I really didn't do 
I didn't look after myself like I should. And so now I make it really, I find it, I try and go in the morning um, just to kind of start my day off. Um, so, for example, this morning I had run club at 6.15. So then I come home from that, have my coffee and then get into the computer. So I'm getting into the computer around the same time, you know, it's like 7.30 in the morning. Um, but yet I feel so much happier, you know, I've I've already got out and about and I'm just I don't know you just start your day so feeling so much better and so I think if I do those sorts of things like if I try and do something in the morning either a yoga class or a run or just something that clears my mind and is sits well with my soul then it just sets me up so much better for the day I feel so much better yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being so honest and open about all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, just before we finish up, I would love for you to sh- even share a little bit more about the journey of your recent clothing collection because <laughs> that one you sort of designed and um, made in Bali and it's, you know, ethical and sustainable and all of those things. So tell us a little bit more about that and even if you want to stand up and give us a little model, uh, feel free. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but this is my job (laughs) so um so basically the the everything that I've launched and that will be launched is so very in line with me I I've always liked kind of like smocky Copenhagen-y kind of street style that's that is my style and I was feeling very much like everything was quite um quite fitted and um you know I've got smaller legs and a bigger (laughs) and bigger you know like I I don't have like the body where it goes in like a normal girl and so I was like thought so this first collection I was like I want to design a piece that's super wearable super comfortable but also um you know you can wear it out to the bar you can wear it to the beach it's very versatile um and it's and it's just I don't know it's just very much aligned with with my vision of of fashion and yeah and I've always always loved fashion so designing my collection has been really fun I was really um when I went to when I went to Bali and I I um I met with I met with um you know someone that was um taking my like so the does the, the the designs that I did take making that into a pattern and I just was so nervous that she would like laugh at my little designs where I was like two yeah. two Aww. centimeters here and you know and and you know two shell buttons and and that will be four <laughs> centimeters you know like I you know I was just like um, and my, you know, I, I, my friend was like, what have you got to be nervous about? And I was like, but I just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel so funny, like taking these pieces, you know, these pieces of paper that I've just put so much heart and soul into, but, you know, I showed them and they were like, yes, yes, great. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it's, it's been a really, really fun fun journey and I I've learned so much and I know I will learn so much <laughs> so yeah awesome. 
No, it's very exciting. And when I saw the collection, I was, this is so you. <laughs> like the styling, obviously you shot it yourself as well. It just looked amazing. So congratulations on launching that. Um, so tell everyone where they can sort of find you and also what's what's next. I actually launching the next drop in like in September. So this month. So that's ah. exciting. It's a little bit different from the dresses, but then when I drop the summer collection, it's a, it's very much aligned with the current collection that's out. Um, awesome. And so our Instagram is just Husky Online, H-U-S-S-K-I-E Online. Um, and the website for the label is shop.husky.com. Um, and so you can see the current collection and very shortly you can see our next drop. <laughs> Yay, I'm excited to see it. Is there more pinks coming? There's always pink. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm like pink. You can see my pink wall yeah. behind me. I'm pink everything, please. Oh <laughs> Amazing, I love it. Well, thank you so much for being so open and I think, you know, so many people would have got so much out of that and I think it's a lot of things that people don't think about on the daily but, they only think about it when they get to that burnt out stage or that rock bottom. So hopefully everyone can take something from it. And if you guys love this um, episode, then please do share it on your social media and tag myself and Yelena at um, Husky Online as well. And we would love to hear what you think. So thank you so much for joining me. Hopefully we can join again um in some sort of destination later on but um we've got our borders closed so no one's coming in or out right (laughs) Um, but yes hopefully see you somewhere in the world soon sounds great thanks for having me lovely (laughs) see ya Bye. bye I hope you got so much out of that episode there were so many lessons that we can all take a piece of And I would love to hear how you've implemented some of these or taken something to make a big change in your lives. So don't forget to subscribe and leave a review because that's how we can get this podcast out there even more. And always don't forget to share to your Instagram stories and make sure you tag me at jess.williamson8 and stay tuned for more episodes coming soon.